Hey, Sats Addicts. It's Jeff and Harrison. Hey. We've gotten amazing feedback. Thank you so much for listening. But here's the thing. We need your help spreading the word. The bigger this gets, the better it gets. So if you have a friend who loves stand-up comedy, turn them on to the show. Share it on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I mean, even MySpace. I'm sure Tom is very lonely. Poor Tom. We'll keep growing. And it'll be thanks to you. Oh, and one more thing. If you have a suggestion for a bit you'd like us to talk about, send us a message through the website. Let's talk about sets.com. All one word. Let's talk about sets.com. I made it. <laughs> Stand up comic joke it up one time. Fun day. <laughs> you know, you can laugh into the microphone. Just <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't Fun <laughs> day. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, we're fun. You guys are fun. We're fun. Mm-hmm. Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's <laughs> Someone just go sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. All right, this is the podcast. Let's talk about sets with Harrison Tweed and Jeff McBride. I am Jeff, and I'm I Harrison. am. I'm Harrison. <laughs> He's Harrison. I'm jumping and, all over it. Oh my god! I and I that that bothers me so much. I am Type A, uh, and I'm fun to be around. <laughs> uh, yeah. People enjoy my company. <laughs> uh, I take some getting used to. So uh, let's talk. Let's get started by listening to two tracks from David Tell's 2003 album Skanks for the Memories. These are called Condoms and Love. Never let a woman put a condom on you. Do it yourself, fellas. It's embarrassing. Oh, look. Oh, look. There's still more room. <laughs> We could tie it off and use it again and again. Because you've got a small penis. And I know because I work with children. Uh, please, keep it down to a low. Please. Every man wonders about the size of their penis. Sling a bit alone at night or in a hammock with a parrot. You start thinking, do I have a small penis or just gigantic legs? I don't know. <laughs> Luckily, there is a test. The first time you show it to your girlfriend or fiance or press it up against a bus window or something. (laughs) When someone sees it for the first time, you want a reaction. You want some excitement. You want another language if possible. Like, Santa Maria! Ay, papi! Oh, no! Oh, no! Guard, let me out! Guard! I'll talk! That's good. <laughs> but if someone looks at it and the first thing out of their mouth is, oh, look. <laughs> That's not good. Time to buy a Corvette. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, is it really the size of a man's penis that matters? Is it? Yeah! Well, the whores have spoken. <laughs> the dirty goddess horse the great cock has spoken some women say yes some women say no it's how he uses his penis how he uses it what is this man doing with this magical penis <laughs> is he building things and fighting terrorism <laughs> a gazebo how did that get in here <laughs> don't thank me what if a man has no penis but three balls and one of them lights up and plays a tune? Does he ever get laid? Do you fuck him for the story? <laughs> Don't you ever wish you could make love to the first person you ever made love to again just to show them how good you got at it? <laughs> hey, look who's not crying. <laughs> Hey, look who's not crying like a big boy. How about this song you lost your virginity to? That's a special tune. It better be a good one or else it'll haunt you. I've got the worst one. I could top anybody in here. I'll sing a little bit for you. Lord, I can still feel her beard. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm sick of these love songs, you know? 
they're all about falling in love, falling out of love. What about the middle times of just being with someone, hour after hour, day after day, for years on end? I want to hear those tunes. Songs with titles like, hey, how long does it take to pick out a pair of shoes, bitch? What's going on in there? (laughs) (laughs) Or who can forget, what do you mean you kind of, sort of fucked him? What do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) Some music I just can't stand, you know? Like the Michael Bolton, Kenny G, Yanni, John Tesh. The four horsemen of queer. I can't take them. They're too sensitive. I listen to their music. I got my period. I don't know how it happened. I was bloated and moody. Laying on the couch eating yo place. Waiting for the Gilmore girls to come on. That Yanni's the worst. You know why? Because he doesn't even do songs. He does the sounds of things. I listened to this one Yanni CD called The Sounds of Love. What do I hear? Wind chimes, waterfalls, humming. I want to hear real love sounds. I want to hear balls slapping against ass. (laughs) Something that sounds like a boot stuck in mud, only wetter. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) All right, just tell the joke. Don't make us there. I'm not You're bombing. Not. Thank you, man. <laughs> and what's your name? Kid show business? <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Oh, that is so great. He's like a machine gun. Yeah. yeah. So funny. That bit was picked by our guest, Caitlin Palufo. Hello. Hello, Caitlin. I am Caitlin Palufo. <laughs> <laughs> she's actually a ghost. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she's Ooh. haunting our podcast. Uh, Caitlin, uh, tell us, why did you pick that bit? Uh, well, David Tell is my favorite uh, comic. That was also the first album I ever really fell in love with. Mm-hmm. Like, I could listen. To, it still makes me laugh just hearing. I think I, I can quote most of that album. <laughs> but... um. Yeah, I love just the way that he's not afraid of a rowdy crowd, yeah. like drunk craziness, uh, and just using it to his advantage and playing with them. Uh, right, right, right. And and that's the the theme we have for this episode is essentially it's about it's about energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you picked that. You said you picked it because you felt like you love the way that he works with the crowd's energy. Yeah, he uses it. It's it's he doesn't get scared of it. People shout out at him, and he's just like, "Come on, bring it." I know I'm recording an album, but I don't give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're gonna do this. You know. Um, so I really I really like the way that he can make use that crowd to make the jokes better. Like yeah. hit hard. He knows. Just he take right like he harnessing the energy. Of, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He he rolls with it. Mm-hmm. He intentionally takes it to a place and then he moves it back. Mm-hmm. But let's. I want to. I want to define this a, a little bit more finely. Because um, okay. we know what we're talking about. We know what energy is in this context. Yeah. Um, but uh, but a lot of people might not. So um, so an energy in terms in comedian speak is. Uh, it's, it's the sense of the crowd. It's the, are they positive about something? Are they Mm -hmm. negative about something? Uh, and, um, we, we talk about it constantly. It's, we, a comedian has to sense the energy. They have to go with the energy, change the energy, provide the energy. Mm -hmm. Uh, they talk about, we talk about it like a bunch of damn hippies. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. I mean, like you can, it's always, I love drunk crowds. I love yeah, they're really, really, They're really so fun. fun, and they're so uh, reactive. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, a sober... Like, you do a show early, um, and they take a little bit to warm up. And they Nothing worse than, like, going on stage, and, like, the first three people you see have their arms crossed. Yeah. And yeah. they're just, like... They have bad oh, energy. Bad, that's bad, bad energy. energy. Because they're not open. They're not actually wanting... It doesn't look like they want to be there. Uh-huh. Like they sh- they're self-conscious. I feel like you do something when you open... Like, I feel like you set a nice energy because... I've seen you do this like at least four or five times where you get on stage and the first thing you do, it's not crowd work because you're not having a conversation with them, mm-hmm. but you're like point to a man or a woman that's gorgeous or good looking <laughs> and you say how hot they are and then you say what you'd let them do to you if you didn't have a boyfriend or, or whatever. And then so, but, and it's like really over the top and aggressive in a really delightful way because then the, and I feel like what you do in that moment is you set the energy that like, I'm going to be really nice to you and I really want us all to be friends, but I'm yeah. also going to say things that 
are inappropriate. And well, yeah. And it's nice because then your material kind of follows that. What logic. you're talking about is she really sets the tone for her playful, fun little thing. And I think yeah. I want to go back to the bit we just played. I think that David Tell is sort of a grandmaster of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's definitely not oh being uh, an adorable girl up there. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's basically the opposite of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he, he sets up this, this, this wonderful tone of we're going to do, I'm going to talk about really graphic, horrible things in the most cartoony way. Yeah. And if you get upset about that, I am going to, how does he handle it? What, how would you describe it? He, like, he, I feel like his joke telling is obvious. It's, it's an obvious joke. The way right. that he tells a joke, like talking mm. about a parrot, like there's other bits where it's like, uh, have you ever been so drunk that you turn around and you think there's a parrot on your shoulder, but you're wearing a sweatshirt or something like that. And so it's like, it's just like absurdity. Yeah. It's, it's almost borderline. Silly. Yeah. It's silly humor. So it's obvious. It's that, silly, but it's dark. Yeah. It's dark, silly. So when they go, oh, he just comments on it. He goes, oh, leave it to a low. You know? yeah. <laughs> that, that, that was one thing I took a note on is that is that moment where he, he, he almost lives for the energy, the shift of mm-hmm. the energy of the room. He waits yeah. for it. He pushes for it so that then he can use that to make them laugh at themselves yeah. being upset at something. When you see his, uh, I think it's called Roadwork on Netflix, there's a few moments where he goes real dark and the crowd goes, oh, and then he saves it. And mm-hmm. you see him turn to the camera and go, whew, that was close. But he always saves it because yeah. he's just been doing it forever and he knows like he, I feel like that's the muscle you, that you want. Yeah. Like just completely he, aware of everything. The hole he dug there where you said, keep it to a dull, I can't make that sound, but that, that sound, that sound, um, uh, is, is right after a children joke. Yeah. Right. Yeah, uh, or you I, show it to Yeah. So you just like, he's, yeah, you show yeah. it to a child. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and and so he does, it's intentionally like, I mean, obviously there's like, there, there are a few topics that are pretty much guaranteed to kill the energy a little bit in the room. Mm. You're going to have the people who who are going to laugh hard at it because it's so shocking. You're going to have the people who are laughing at it for the wrong reasons. <laughs> and then you're going to have people who are just turned off and they're just like, I don't, I'm not going to take a rape joke, for, joke from you. I'm not going to take a pedophile joke from mm-hmm. you. I'm not going to go to this dark place with you. And he intentionally wants that reaction, I yeah. think. Especially because, like, when you go to Dave Attell now, you know what to expect. Yeah, that's another thing. But I think he was lesser known then. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So he was, I just guess, more free to, like, yeah. some yep. of you are going to be surprised. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my favorite m- the things that he does here is he's talking about how, the reaction he wants from showing his penis to someone. <laughs> and and he's like, I want to know the language. Yeah. Santa wa- Maria. Yeah. I want oh, ex- no. Oh, no. And then, and then, and then, uh, and then guard, let me out. Yeah. <laughs> I'll talk. I love the visual. Yeah. And that, that, that is bread and butter. Fantastic stand up when you, you have this scenario that's already set up in their minds of I'm showing my, my dick to a, someone, a lover. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden it's to a prisoner <laughs> that you're torturing. And yeah. it's like this, that immediately shift a perspective that changes the cartoon in their mind. And all of a sudden the audience is like, I didn't know we were in a prison. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and also just like the visual that he's like, I'll talk, let me out. It's like the rancor or something in star Wars. It's just like, <laughs> it's just like I love when people use uh negative language to, uh, a denote positivity like it's like you want a dick that gets a reaction and yeah. that the reaction technically in that scenario yeah. is i don't want to be in this room with this monster of a penis <laughs> but then- i i cannot let go that you just named the rancor in star wars <laughs> oh my god like that's some specific oh, star dude, wars lore it's mm-hmm. good shit that's what i pictured it's just like oh the monster cock <laughs> <I> just- <laughs> <laughs> you pictured the rancor like wait a minute, wait a minute. how does that look like does it still have the, the the toothy mouth or is it just the head of the penis on the top of that giant monster does it have arms <laughs> The <laughs> or is, or is it? Oh, just, you know what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of the thing that is in the in the, like the tunnel in the ground that comes out. Well, that is eats, not the but, rancor at okay, all. Okay, well, at uh, all anyway, the, get out! Oh <laughs> God, you, that is very upsetting. I thought you said you didn't want to go into movie reference stuff. 
Yeah, but you said Star Wars. That's basically <laughs> the zeitgeist of our. That's a, that is the bedrock of our culture. Okay, yeah, that, way, that works. That just anyway. yeah, this You're is right. the nerdiest conversation <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have ever heard. I've never been so dry in my life. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lord. That's really funny. All right. Well, if we keep, if I we so. let's shift it up. I don't want you. I want you to get wet. So let's. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so supportive. Uh, <laughs> so lovely. He'll take it to a dark place, and then all of a sudden, we're back in cartoon land. The whores have spoken. <laughs> the two yeah, little upset. <laughs> and then horse. magical penis with the gazebo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Three balls. One of them plays a two. Yeah. It's so funny. Oh, it's yeah. such a good. I, I mean that 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 quick shift he's a master of mm-hmm. and it lets him i think it's one of the things that allows him to get away with what he does get away with which is super super dark place so silly and absurd and mm. ridiculous you've got clowns and parrots and gazebos and whatever yeah and all of a sudden you're like i can't be mad at that it's so silly and it's it's also true yeah. <laughs> do you fuck him for the story <laughs> would you fuck him to say that you fucked a three bald <laughs> circus tent build of a, a gazebo penis. with his penis yeah <laughs> i do really i'm not that i haven't listened that much to tell but after listening to that i'm like oh yeah that is your biggest influence yeah <laughs> like, it, it makes is, right? so much sense because i always thought uh a view similar as like uh lady sean Patton. You know how he just like fucking beats a bit into the ground. Just like, you just kill the bit until there's no bit left, and it's just like blood. And it's just like it's you bloody. just like bat. Yeah. Anyway, I but yeah, Atel. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you're very similar to Atel. I I love him, and I I think he's. A, I wish I was a strong joke writer. Right now, I feel like I'm very you really are personality great. driven. No. Um, but like he, his jokes are just so strong. Every single, they are so strong. There's, he does have those. It is and like word uh, management, like word oh, count, boots like, stuck in mud, only, only wetter. wetter. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just that like was, that was my that's favorite the perfect, part. perfect far, amount yeah. of the perfect description. And it only took what six words mm-hmm. to get yeah. there. And it's mm-hmm. like it, that's Incredible. what I, I'd like to be a wordsmith like that. That's what yeah. that's the goal. Uh huh. But he's also he's like blended the. Obviously, we're talking about David Tell, so he's like perfection. But (laughs) it's like blending the perfect amount of himself and just the strength of his joke writing. I think uh, that's Tell's so great because it's just it's conversationalist comedy, but with like the best word economy you've ever heard. A lot of times, it's one or the other. Mm -hmm. Like it will just be like Louis just kind of like going on about a subject. Mm And it um and it just feels like you're talking to someone, and yeah. then there's like joke writers who uh-huh. just have every word is perfect, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and then it's just like kind of melded together. Yeah, um, yeah, it's really special. That made me think of something else. Like uh, in terms of energy, it's uh, it's it's he's having a conversation with the energy of the crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, intentionally upsetting them and then talking them out of being upset yeah. with his joke. I, that's a, that's a interesting. And it is conversational jokes. Yeah, because it's all, I mean, it's, yeah, I don't think I've seen a mind like his. Uh, yeah. Like, there's just no one like, like, there's comics that are have similarities to him, but they don't have it all like him. I think that's why, uh, I think uh, Ian Laura did a show with him, he took a picture and... I think he hosted bananas for him or something like that. He took a picture and the quote of the picture I thought was very apropos, which was, I just did a show with your favorite comics, favorite comic. (laughs) (laughs) That's Because it is, it's like, he's like every comics, like. He really is. Everyone Mm -hmm. admires him just for that. I like to think that Attell actually is just absorbed by the New York streets when he's not, like he just, he just sinks into the streets and then then New York just extrudes him again when it's time for him to get on stage. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like he's every New Yorker. like yeah. if you like, you go to a halal cart and it's like David, it's your sandwich, bud. <laughs> I've seen him a few times. At That's the not c- white sauce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen him a few times at the cellar, and he literally just like goes up. He's wearing like a windbreaker, and he's got his messenger bag on, and he's got an iced coffee, and he just like goes on stage. And I've seen talks. him on the street more than any other comic mm-hmm. as well. You're right. he, yeah. he just. That's what yeah. what I mean. I think I just think I just don't think he is a 
an actual human being. I think he's like the god of comedy, like Loki, like yeah, yeah. the god of like, and he just sort of shows up, and, like, and he's just like, ah, it's time to. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? Is that in another Trainwreck, nerd reference. <laughs> have you ever have you seen Trainwreck? Right? Yeah, I've seen. You Trainwreck. know when he's like, he's like the homeless guy that lives outside of her building. Uh huh. Wait, are like, Norse are Norse gods are Norse gods nerd knowledge? No. Okay. All right. Well, I don't know. I was just, just like not Loki. I thought that was people uh, like to talk about. But that's Loki is from North North. I thought it was an Avengers reference. It is both. It's both. It's, both, but it's it was double diamond. dried pussy. Yeah, I was like, still not great. Uh, the lips are curdled at this point. <laughs> Jesus Christ, they're uh, so sad. <laughs> Come on, let's talk about sex. I wanted to take a moment to introduce our guest. Uh, Caitlin Palufo has been featured on CISO, the NBC online comedy streaming service. She's performed in a variety of festivals, including the Laughing Skull, Women in Comedy Festival, and Trial by Laughter. And she just performed at The Stand in New York City last night for her callback on the Just for Laughs Festival, which is kind of a big deal in our world. This is my first year doing it, and I feel lucky to have gotten it in the first place. Oh, shut the fuck up. Well, I mean, it's it's a hard thing. No, I know. I know. I know. That's just I was surprised when I got it and excited. But, um, uh, yeah, so, or the audition. Uh. I, 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 I didn't get it. And um, I also didn't try out, but like, <laughs> I, I totally didn't get it. And I was very unsurprised when I didn't get called back. I, I tweeted about, but I was like, I like that. Like people, people were really nice to me about my callback that I didn't have. A person came up to like, when are you running yours Tuesday or, or Monday? Like, I'm not yeah. they were like, Oh, I thought you were. And I was like, I really like that. I hope this is a rumor, but like yeah. I, I, <laughs> I do rumor. not have an audition for this for laughs. But I will listen to you be surprised yeah. at my lack of audition <laughs> all day Gosh. long. Yeah, yeah. We can do this tomorrow. No, no, I just uh, <laughs> oh. uh, You had some questions for Caitlin, right? Yes, oh, I have yeah. a lot of questions. You have I'm a lot really, of questions. You excite me as a comedian because oh, you're like you're like an inspiring comic. Uh, um, <laughs> let's look at this because I'm not. See, okay. I'm not type. I can't. Do, like my mind doesn't Will you read please? like a list. Shut the fuck up, Jeff. No, just Jeff. zip up your pants. Like oh, that's not what this is about. They're track pants. There's no zipper. Uh, <laughs> Even worse. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not wearing undies, so the head is visible. Um, <laughs> oh god. Hey, come on. You now that's about a- our genitals equally. Actually, no. I think that's how we've this world is falling apart. Um, oh, okay. Anyway, uh, I already fun. mentioned Lady Champagne. Yeah. Uh, I mentioned it in the beginning, but you just, I feel like the way you, you're, you're rapid fire like David Tell, mm-hmm. and you're also just so nice to the audience. And it's like such, you even have a joke about how aggressive you are, like, ha! <laughs> you know, you're like, I love puns! Yeah. Like, how, like, your humor is, or your sense of humor, and you're like, love it you love to laugh and it can be terrifying the people mm-hmm. and that's like the most fun comic to watch is just like <laughs> someone loving being funny with people it's i feel like some comics get on stage and they just do their jokes and, and maybe it like warms up the crowd because now they're like no i'm watching comedy yeah but you are like you just like have like a machete you just like <laughs> cut open like the forest and you're like, comedy's here. It's comedy. You're going to enjoy it. <laughs> you couldn't pick a better person to open or close a show. Because if you're opening a show, you're going to open up the room immediately because you're going to be so vulnerable. But. Like in such a casual, fun way. Like you're you're telling vulnerable stories technically to the audience. Like they would have trouble opening up a, about the things you do, mm-hmm. but you're doing it in such an excitable way. So like the room is fucking open. <laughs> so whoever goes on after you, unless they can't follow you, is gonna have fun too because they're like they're playing in like a nice space mm-hmm. you set up, and no one's like too tense, and no one's wondering if it's gonna be a good show or a bad show. Yeah, like oh, someone and- just like lit the room on fire. <laughs> You That's also, so nice was, I want to also say this is why pod, uh, we have Harrison on the podcast. He is the comedy equivalent of a porn fluffer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just tickle the butt. I told you, I told you you'd get wet. I told you. <laughs> oh my God, I'm sliding off the chair. Okay. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, oh man. <laughs> 
shit. Well, that's that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah, um, I have in my head this trail on the chair. Yeah. But Usama talked about this on his episode when he came in and talked uh-huh. to us. So but funny. You're an example of he. I think he used John Mulaney as an example of this. You're an example of a white comic in. If you're a white comic yeah. doing a white room, making the white people react like they're a black girl. <laughs> <laughs> like it's shriek laughter, and like people are like like having like like cramps because they're laughing at you so hard, and it's just like it's a delight. It's a delight oh, to watch. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. That's anyway, nice. Sometimes I think I get too aggressive. Uh, no, you never but... get aggressive. So enough. by the way, that's that's your first question. Yeah, that's, that's your first, first question. question. That wasn't a question. Uh, I just I'm to scary. You out. Yes or no to that? Yeah, yeah. Um, sure. But wait, wait. Do you uh, actually? The question I had is like, how do you think? Have you always been like that as a person? So it was just like, as soon as you got comfortable on stage, that just started coming out, or was that something like someone came up to you and was like, when you do this, it crowds love it we love it as comics actually what happened what made me start doing comedy was i was doing a show at like a hostel and people were hammered and like i was in the middle of a bit and this girl comes running up to the stage to give me this thing she was just shit-faced and she just gave me something and i had to talk about it you know and it was it was like um it was some it was like a sifter thing like that you grind it's like a grinder that you grind nuts with oh so like a mortar pestle yes Mm -hmm. and she just handed that to me on stage because i said i forget what the joke was but it was about something sexual and she was just like here take this had one and she just had one and she gave it and so and then i was just like oh and then i had to like you can't just be like, well, I have to finish my punchline now. <laughs> like, you, can't, you can't do that. Wait, <laughs> Someone comes on started? stage and hands you. It was like, I think it was a year in. Well, we've all had someone hand us a mortar and pestle on stage. Yeah. I mean, like, because audience members, they bring those a lot. They bring very them. Common. They're just in their bags, yeah. in their back pockets. Yeah. Uh, and so that actually was like, well, that's my worst case scenario, and I handled it fine. So oh, nice. And then like, I started doing crowd work after that. And then my nervous tick for a while was like, I, I never knew how to start a set, so I would just go on stage and point out the first three things that I saw, mm-hmm. and then I would start talking. And then that morphed into what the clip I gave you was uh, mostly crowd work for the first, I think, three minutes, and then yeah. I'd go into jokes. But it was like... <laughs> If I hadn't, if that girl did not hand me that mortar and pestle yeah. <laughs> or you whatever it's called, she handed you be, <laughs> your career. She did. <laughs> <laughs> career in air quotes. Like yeah, we're yeah. still working on it. <laughs> I thought we met through a uh, coworker that we both shared for uh, oh, that yeah. worked at both the restaurants we worked at. Yes, we met there, and then we met at 739, and we were like, oh, yeah, we're that yeah, yeah, weird yeah. thing. And then I think that's why we drank heavily together, and we're just like, this is great! <laughs> <laughs> Something like that happened. I like that you just crossed your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I just realized how much fun it is to do, if you talk as a stand-up about something. Like, you talk, you're using dialogue another person said that's stupid if you just say it you don't even have to change your voice if you just do your eyes cross yeah like i think that was racist what you said, and it just makes it so ridiculous yeah. seeming. you can do it in like the most like i don't find you funny at all yeah and it's, just, it's so nice do you think that people who have uh, uh their eyes crossed naturally get away with saying more things <laughs> no i, I think yeah. they just get they don't take off. them seriously it's like the racist cross-eyed guy <laughs> or like, i will not turn it off yeah. <laughs> or like or like a lawyer honing in on the, on the <laughs> most important argument and that's why you should convict and that is why you <laughs> <laughs> poor fella is so funny so uh got uh, more questions like all the questions I had are kind of more just me telling you why you're good at stand up. Um, <laughs> let's this see is if the best uh, podcast ever. <laughs> oh, you do something that's so I don't know if you've noticed you do this, but you go at this like really you're like high octane, like you're very like mm-hmm. you're like a machine gun, uh, much like a tell. Like you don't really stop. I've noticed the only time that there would be dead air when you're on stage. There isn't dead air because you can hear you breathing really loud. <laughs> <laughs> so you just like, call like, her. That's what I don't like about that. 
Did you just call her a mouth breather? Like, no, it's all nose. It's nose, but it's like really aggressive. And, it, and so like even, and I was, it, and it kind of reminds me not to get back to like rancors and shit. Cause I want your pussy to be moist. But um, uh, You like, it's like, even when you're not speaking, it sounds like a beast ready to strike, but it's just like in recovery mode, like you, you're consuming the like energy crystals and you're like, <laughs> and then you're just going to attack again. I never even noticed that, but you know what? It makes sense. Like the predator. You've seen predator. That's a sexy movie. A lot of muscles. I've never seen it. But I haven't it, seen it, a lot of movies that people... I just saw Space Jam for the first time because I had to do a riff-a-palooza on it. Oh, that <laughs> movie's like, so great, right? It, what? What? Okay. No, come on. That soundtrack, <laughs> I believe I can Rewatch it and you'll be like, why the fuck was <laughs> well, I Michael cannot act. No, LeBron a way better actor. That's what I'll yeah, but, but Harrison just likes things. He's a liker. Oh, also, I haven't seen so. it since 1998. Yeah. Or 2001 would, or something. Whatever. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> but wait, that movie still holds up if you just listen to what bill murray has to say bill murray is very bill murray is really great. funny when he talks to he it's the most comic line i've ever heard is like this like i even understood that as a seven-year-old watching this hilarious well you know it was a cartoonish movie but like he has a really funny line where he's talking to michael jordan while they're playing golf with larry bird and then he was like you think i can make the nba and jordan's like i don't i mean i don't think no like no and then he's like he was like oh, it's because i'm white right and then, and then and then bill and michael jordan's like shut the fuck up i Jeff. just i i, I, I can just, see you yeah, yes you can you of course you can i'm just like this one of my favorite things to do is spend an extra hour editing out you recounting okay movies. <laughs> he says, i'll make this in boilerplate form he says to Michael, it's because I'm white. And Michael says, no, it's not because you're white. Larry's white. And he's like, Larry is not white. Larry is clear. And, and, and that's one of the best comedy lines ever written. And fuck you, Jeff. Are you McGraw. done? Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. See, that's a great line. Aww. Our guest liked it. Okay. I did like you it. You bring the salads, I bring the Bill Murray quotes. She would, at this point, your tongue is shoved so far up her ass, she would like anything you did. <laughs> she oh, loved, she loved, anyone would. You, you're amazing at that. Thanks, man. Uh, <laughs> Come on. Let's talk about sex. You want to play another clip? I do. I want to play. play I want to play Caitlin's clip. Hell okay, yeah! I need to say. So it's a lot of crowd work, and the woman who went up before me, uh, her name was Rachel. She's very funny, um, but she talked a lot about being gay. And then I go up, and I'm wearing like a thick denim jacket and flannel, and so that's the setup. Like she goes off, and then they bring me up. And uh, the reason I ex- I picked it is because I do a lot of crowd work. Um, and it's it's part of that. It's kind of what you said, where I hit on someone, but it's also my rapid fire, where I'm when I'm nervous, I look and I just point out what I see, and so that's what I do here, and then I go into jokes, and the jokes land, but it's like that weird transition where it's like, oh, yeah. we're not talking about us anymore, but it's but more being reactive and present, and and that uh, reactive present thing you're talking about that relates to the theme too, of uh, seeing. How is this crowd right now? Yeah. How are they reacting to this thing I'm doing? Mm-hmm. How? Sh- what should I do to get them to the point where they're comfortable so I'm comfortable? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think that this is a good... When I'm on the road, that's what... This is yeah, yeah. more of my speed, what uh-huh. I do. I just shout at people. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead and play. Hang All right. I don't Okay. <laughs> I'm fucking onion here. 
here. I'll just ooh, underneath this, granny panties, okay? They will drop to the floor for you. God damn, you're cute. I mean, I don't want to brag, but my granny panties are from Costco, so. Get on board, buddy, all right? Hi, you like the view, huh? You're all bedazzled. You look like you shower every day. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> like you shop at fucking Kohl's. Okay, I like that. That dignified woman right there. You look terrified. Okay. <laughs> Leave you alone. He's like, please, God, no. Why did I sit here? Oh, God. That's all right. That's right. Hi, ladies. We have a ladies' night out here. Huh? I like that you're all wearing paisley. That's... <laughs> You guys dropped acid together, okay. <laughs> and a little bit of the three way. You, you experimented together. That's nice. You guys are awesome. I love you so much. You could get in on that action too. Look at you. You guys are fantastic. Are you guys drinking here? Michelob Ultra. I like it. Ladies watching your figure. You know, me too. I wear this much denim because it hides my love handles, okay? You can find out the hard way. All right. What is your name? Matt? Ben. Ben. Why do you say Ben? Like, okay, all right. Well, we'll work on the English. Doesn't matter. Okay. Speak that language of love, honey, okay? Oh, sir, you know. That's his job later, okay? Ben, are you up for a challenge, huh? What, you just leaving this here? What is this? <laughs> make yourself at home, buddy. Just make yourself at home. All right. Hi, guys. Hi. 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 You guys look smart. You both read. Look at your glasses. Okay. All right, guys. I am not, I'm, I'm not very smart. I'm not really smart person. I played a lot of sports growing up. Sports. Oh, yeah. I played soccer for 20 years of my life. Yeah, which is where all of this power came from. All right? <laughs> Looking bad, huh? 20 years of soccer and I shine on moving day. That's it. Yeah. You got a three-piece sectional and four flights of stairs. I'm your girl. It's called a girl whose father once referred to her as beefy. Oh, yeah. That girl's going to work for pizza. Okay. Yeah. That's that okay. a great joke. Yeah. Well, I'm, like, I'm this size. I, I finally figured out my body type. I finally did having a big, big week, okay? Because I finally figured it out. Because I'm very muscular, right? I'm not thin, but I'm also not fat. I like to call it softball skinny. Thank you. Yeah, I don't trip easily. The only problem is I was this size in sixth grade. That's a humongous child, right? So average size woman, gigantic kid. So my daddy was smart. He showed me in every sport there was to play. And I was pretty good, so I kept getting that compliment. I'm sure men have heard it. Uh, uh, hey, Caitlin, you're a real beast out there. Yeah, I'm such a beast. Oh, that's not a compliment, all right? I'm 12. You just told me I'm the worst part of my favorite movie, okay? That's horrible. I wanted to be beauty, right? I wanted to be Belle. Belle doesn't have back hair. God, I was so self-conscious, so self-conscious. In middle school, I used to bleach my arm hair. Anyone else? Sounds about right. Okay. Yeah, I used to bleach my arm hair, and it worked for like a week. It looked like I had no arm hair. A week later, my arms just looked like Guy Fieri. <laughs> no one wants to go to second base for the first time. Old frosted tips. <laughs> That's a furry hand job. <laughs> All right, that is fantastic. Thanks for letting us play that, Caitlin. Yeah, that was a fucking oh, great set. Where is that? That was at the um, Syracuse Funny Bone. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. That's where I started. Yeah? Not at the Funny Bone. It hadn't opened yet, but in Syracuse, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. That was, was fucking funny. That crowd work was fucking <laughs> yeah. great. Thanks. That it was, was three minutes? It was three minutes of crowd work, yeah. And That's it was awesome. just because I, I had, it's just, 
it's I'm lucky that it's a good nervous tick mm-hmm. to just say exactly. Yeah, you called it a nervous tick, and I was like, "What are you talking about? <laughs> That's a skill." <laughs> yeah, I was able to. But I've been nervous there's a tick lot of that creates a lot of laughter. You're equating somebody who blinks too much to your ability to go on stage and make people laugh by talking about what's in the room. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like. I admire the people who can just go up there and right off the bat, boom, with a, their joke that they've written, and then they just take off. I admire that. I can't do I that. I admire it, but I don't like... I like it more when I hear a comic like whipping up the... It's just like... It's like batter. That is, that is exactly what it was. You were whipping it up, and you were whipping it up with the phrase, all right. <laughs> that was that was your, your, yeah, that was your is whisk. Is that your... That's the thing you keep saying? All yeah. right. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Oh, all look right. like you dropped acid. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that's the nervous Sounds tick right there. Sounds nice. All right. <laughs> it's funny. I was... We were talking to someone, uh, another person that... Uh, you know Ethan, and you think yeah. he doesn't exist because yeah, I, I keep I quoting me. him. Uh-huh. But it was like we were talking about like things that your comic friends say when you know when you know instead of like um they'll like have a yours is all right. I mine, guess I, mine is okay yeah. or all right. Yeah, which which by the way. There's actually power in that, I think, in oh, terms yeah. of making a crowd go the direction you want them to go. Because by repeating that over and over again, it becomes this mm-hmm. little subtle psychological thing. Everything is all right. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things are okay right here. She's 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 letting us know. Like it's it's almost the opposite of if you were in a plane and you kept hearing over the intercom, uh oh. <laughs> oh boy guys oh i don't know about this <laughs> yeah, yeah that's really... you're doing the opposite you're like everything's all right everything's okay it's gonna be fine yeah, I... i'm telling myself and the <laughs> it's gonna be fine it's gonna be fine yeah. i think with that said i hadn't performed in like three nights and we just drove up and we got in and it was like a five-hour car ride and so and then i was supposed to do i think 10 minutes uh-huh. which is 10 minutes is a great amount of time it was just like you have to not just go into you, you have to talk because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta yeah. get yourself warm because i felt like i hear myself in the when i fart start do when i fart uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> i hear myself when i fart Ooh. and i think that was a good one oh, bacon <laughs> bacon okay <laughs> Ooh, listen to me <laughs> what my boyfriend says he calls it making bacon when i when someone farts anyway that's a whole mm. whatever okay <laughs> he's adorable oh, oh relationship angel. humor uh, but he uh or no but i who am i okay um <laughs> <laughs> a girl with great sounding farts that's yeah, who you are but I can hear myself when I started in with um, Moving Day. Uh, I love that line. Uh, so, or that whole me, chunk. It was like a stutter. Because I was like, because if you get it, like I do that mm-hmm. when I'm when I'm struggling to get to the starting point. Yeah. Um, and it, it, I mean, because I did crowd work, I think it hides it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But that's my. I want to talk a little more about this, about your bit. Work for pizza. <laughs> that sums up so many things. Uh, like, for I don't... Like a, yeah. th- For some reason, everyone always offers to buy everyone pizza that will help them move mm-hmm. or, like, set something up. Mm-hmm. And... I don't. I don't know. I just think it's just like the quickest, smallest tag. But yeah. for some reason, that made me laugh the hardest. Yeah, that girl's know. gonna work for pizza. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I that love you guys and then you put it in someone else's mouth too. There's something so funny about a comic saying something about themselves through like a line someone else would say about them. <laughs> like that is such a good. <laughs> I just laugh because it'd be funny. It's like I will work for pizza. Would be funny. Mm-hmm. But that girl will work for pizza. (laughs) It's like a thousand times funnier. (laughs) You pulled in the room quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And it's almost as though you were patching together a certain sensibility you wanted them to have. It's almost like it's similar to maybe like a third grade teacher where (laughs) you're like, okay, everybody. All right. Okay. You know, you know comedy. Comedy's good. You like comedy? You like comedy? It's all right in here. It's yeah. okay. And you're, you're patching it together with the little things in the room, telling everybody, you'll pick out something about them and then tell them that's great. Mm-hmm. But you'll, you'll, it's like a little tiny dig and you tell them how much you love it. Yeah. It's wonderful. Well, I mean, it's, it pays to be nice. I'm not, mm-hmm. I don't want to be, why would I start off with an argument? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like that is like you look stupid. It's like this, oh, great. God. Now they're not listening to you at all. They're thinking about their shirt that looks stupid, you know. Do like, you enjoy though 
Have you ever done this where I did this last well, night, which is you go up and you just try. It was at a mic because I mm-hmm. wanted to. I was tired of doing the jokes I've been working on. Like yeah. I've just been trying because we've been on this new regimen almost of like trying to just like push each other. And uh-huh. like if, if and I've just been doing it with like try to get up four times a night if possible, if mm-hmm. not like three, if very least two. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just like, I'm kind of exhausted over the jokes I'm working on. So I just wanted to. Um, go to a mic and it's like a long mic, like six minute mic, mm-hmm. and then do stuff up top that will like it might keep the crowd there, but it there's a good chance it will lose it. Yeah, and then do the material I've mm-hmm. been sick of doing to see how strong it is. Yes, and and that's what I was going to say to that point. Uh, you said you're like, why would I start an argument up front? Yet that's just one way to manage energy, mm-hmm. and it's it's I've I've seen you do it recently where you just you lose them right away. So that you can try and dig yourself out. (laughs) The thing I did last night was one comic who was like clearly like very like six months in. She Mm -hmm. was funny and she was she was really sweet. And but she she was like, I just want to say this before my set. I was just outside and this little pug just came up to me and he was like, and he like insisted that I pet him. And then she just told a cute story about petting a pug. And then I got on stage like two after I'm like, what color was that pug? What was the the color of pug? And she was like, she's like, oh, he was so cute. He was black and he had orange. It was like, oh my god, I fucked that same pug. I fucked, we fucked the same pug. I think, I think she said fucked, and um, and then it was, and it did well. And then the next thing I did was just another kind of offensive, mm-hmm. weird thing. Like, oh no, someone, another comic had done a bit about. He was like, someone asked me if I if they looked like a pedophile, and I didn't know. And then I was like, yeah, that's weird when people ask. He's like, you don't look like you're living the dream. I just, <laughs> and, and I and then I was like, yeah, yeah, clearly I fuck kids. I'm like, it was very offensive, and I eventually lost them completely. And and then I was like, now I'll do the bits I've been working on. Yeah, and it was really nice, and it did. They did well. Like the bits I've been working on, like did really well. And it was like, I'm glad I, like I feel like it was a nice exercise as mm-hmm. how to. And I wouldn't suggest doing this on sh- a show at our level, I guess. Like I mean, just working in it, or maybe a bar show, like a bad ambush bar show, <laughs> but like not at a club or something. It's just not a good. I guess you just got to read the room. Yeah, you know. Again, reading the room. Yeah, one of the jobs of the comedian is to sense energy. Yeah, <laughs> how's it feel in here? Is my perception of what's going on in this room accurate? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and and if you call the room wrong, mm-hmm. it can be horrible oh it's the worst if you if if you come in and you're like this is what i think they need i think they need me to be a little bit acerbic just a little bit caustic and then they're like we hate you (laughs) (laughs) or if you're too nice and they're just they're out for blood sometimes an audience is out for blood and they only want something that's just hard hitting and a Mm -hmm. little edgy and you come in and you're like here's my goofy little silly boopily bops yeah (laughs) it's like we don't give a shit about this yeah (laughs) one time i commented on a room because it was very uh it was very kind of like grungy and weird and i was just talking to some comics in the back and i was like i like this room because like if i if i fart like i will never be the first uh uh, suspect and um and then and we all laughed about that like aspect of the room then i said it on stage and just zero and, I, and then i was like the host was like well now we will and uh, i was just like i don't like that you don't know that you look like you smell bad <laughs> you have to know you look damp yeah like, i don't know but anyway yeah, calling the room is huge, huge, I think. Um, and calling the room, just calling the room is just looking at what's going on, yeah. seeing people's looks on people's faces, their body language. And then also there's this ineffable like feel to yeah. a room. You have to sense it. Uh, and it's uh, how do you do you do that? But either you have some sort of preternatural sense, or you're, or you after time after time after time of calling it right, calling it wrong, starting to get a feel for it. One of the things that you do here as well um, that I think is really fantastic is uh, you have all these different ways of describing your body and you're, you're letting people think about and laugh about something that they would otherwise feel very uncomfortable discussing or even like like, there's no way they would do that, particularly just because of, you know, discussing women's bodies. is like a pretty, it's, Mm. it's, it's a pretty dicey proposition and you're letting them do it for a little while. And I think that's one of the, one of the gifts that we get to get, that we give to audiences. Yeah. I mean, the, from where I come from, I'm considered 
like thick. That's what I. But I'm not fat. Not you know. I'm just which is where a again? muscular where are person. I'm from no. San Francisco. So like I've always had to, and I've always been strong. And sometimes it intimidates people, like men, bad men, not great men, <laughs> bad. <laughs> um, a lesser man. Uh, <laughs> like I had a boyfriend who wouldn't. He didn't like that if I wore heels. He was like five six, and he was just he was super self conscious about dating me. I was the first girl he ever dated that was taller than him, and I was only two inches taller than him. I was just like, just calm down. Like, <laughs> yeah, who cares? Weird, yeah. <laughs> like, Wait, how tall are you? Five, five eight. eight. I'm five eight. Was he was uh, he nervous because <clears throat> was he ner- it's a great nervous? Height. Because, great height. <laughs> <laughs> was he nervous because he didn't like it, or was he nervous because how other people might perceive it? What was the what was going on with him? Well, he other people would perceive it. Oh, he's one thing. of the short man complex. Yeah, like yeah. all of his friends are tall, and he's just like, I should be tall. Blah. All it's the just men, like, calm down. No one cares. All the You're men nothing. that I know <laughs> that like say, like I just like need a girl to be like real, real thin. Like I just like <laughs> it's like it's just the, the most pretentious way mm-hmm. of saying you can't handle that much ass. Like, <laughs> it's just like you can't. I'm I mean, sorry. I just think it's ridiculous that we want these young, like, I'm basically what I'm trying to do is be like, I'm, I'm attractive. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a thick, I'm a size 10 yeah, yeah. and I'm attractive. And like, you would also fuck me. So don't think that you wouldn't fuck me. And like, everyone, don't think that. And also, also, I think what, one of the things you're fighting is, uh, the general cultural expression of what is attractive when Mm -hmm. really what is attractive varies a lot yeah from person to person a lot and people i know i know guys that are really into thick women who are afraid to Mm -hmm. acknowledge that they are yeah right because they're because of because of what you're like the short guy thing yeah like it's it's a it's an interesting thing and you're 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 really shining a light on it but you're doing it in a way that is very I don't know. It's so disarming. It's like the beast, the beast thing is so good. Like, that's not a compliment. Uh, I'm the, I'm the worst part of my favorite movie. That's such a good, oh that's such God. a Nattel. That you come whole up bit that? is very Nattel. I just realized that. Uh. Like the way you're, it's like a little miniature joke for, to follow and to support your <laughs> argument or premise. Belle yeah. didn't have back hair. Yeah. Belle didn't have back hair. It's so funny. <laughs> Come on, let's talk about sex. So let's, uh, I'm about to play Holy Fuck Live Comedy by Rory Scoville. It's it's a show and it's just his, his track. It's a great, but it's about, I, I picked it because he sets the energy very clearly up top for how weird the rest of the set's going to get. And it's perfect. Fuck this. Fuck this shit. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it all. Fuck all of it. Okay? It's dumb. Fuck it. Fuck this place. Fuck this city. Stupid. Fuck it. Fuck this goddamn microphone. Okay? Fuck this whole fucking thing. Fuck it. Okay? Good. Fuck this stool, even though I need it. Fuck it. Just with you guys. I like to come out early on, try to see if I can't uh, see who likes a lot of cursing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, y'all remind me a little bit of the Bible. I feel like that's the shittiest preacher. That's not even a segue. But that's how he gets into talking about the Bible. You guys are a fun audience. And I'll tell you what, you guys actually remind me a lot about some of the stories of Christ. <laughs> so different from a lot of us. <laughs> that one song where they say, hey, if you've got long hair, don't even bother to apply. I'm like, does that mean Jesus can't work there, Mr. Rock and Roll Devil's Music? That's what that means. People always say, hey, it's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. And I say to myself, you know what? I kind of wish it was Steve, because I bet he wouldn't have been so dumb to talk to a snake. <laughs> Women are dumb. It's right there in the Bible. (laughs) Did you do a little bit of research, Eve? Hey, do the other animals talk? They don't. Something's up, Eve. Something's up. Ask a goddamn question. Steve wouldn't have fallen for that. He'd be like, what's that talking snake? You did it. You did it. You did it. 
right. Adam! Adam, bro! Adam, bro, snakes, they can talk. Just found out. The snakes can't talk. The other animals, I don't think so. Haven't seen that. That was definitely a snake. <laughs> yes, it was. Adam, shut up. Adam, shut up. It was. Shittiest version of Adam and Steve. The gay Bible. It's Adam, shut up. Why are they 11? Shut up. Mom. Mom. You hated when people called for mom. You're like, all right, shut the fuck up. I believe you. <laughs> My dad's a cop, undercover cop. No, he isn't. Yeah, he is. No, he isn't. Mom! <laughs> Fuck, shut up! Why was the mom always gonna come downstairs and be like, what? What are you saying? He doesn't believe your dad's a cop? You piece of shit. <laughs> you fuck! Fuck, your dad's a cop! His fucking dad's a cop. That's a new poem I'm working on. It's called His Fucking Dad's a Cop. (laughs) So I'll see you guys out there, okay? It's such a bizarre set. It's so So weird. It's so, you just, but I just love how up top he's like, I'm going to be a weird person tonight. So just prepare mentally. Yeah. I just like that way. Fuck this place. (laughs) Fuck this stool, even though I need it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God, he's so funny. I don't know if this happens to you guys. When I listen to him, I get a little irritated with him. And then he wins me over again. I'm like, oh, okay, this guy's funny. And then I'm like, oh, what are you doing? Stop it. Okay, oh my God. It it happens to me over and over again. Well, because um, he's so loose. He's like the, I think he's the loosest comic. In fact, like, uh, he. Who does he fuck? (laughs) So so stupid. That's a a decent. (laughs) That was like a C. I thought that was, that was a C. You could, yeah, yeah, that's a chuckle. Good. I that's more like C. a panel that's, joke. That's, that's how people describe my comedy. About a C. About a C. You could sell that to Drew Carey or someone like yeah. that. Um, no, I just think he's uh, his like whole thing is. Um, I know he he does a lot of stamp with like Reggie Watts in that crew, like this kind of like anti comedy comedy crew. Yeah. Which is, um, I like that way of doing it. Uh, in a sense, but I just like it when it's done as well as he does it. Though. Yeah. Like sometimes it's just, it gets annoying, but I, I love that he just like tears apart any like blueprint and mm-hmm. then he just goes out there and is just like as funny a person as he can be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's great. I like that. It's kind of yeah. a personality. <laughs> yeah. He'll, he'll bring up a, it's like a standard almost. It, it feels like a regular premise. Do the other animals talk? Something's up. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But then it's just a bunch of screaming. Yeah, yeah. Of, and it's weird. Like he's like, "Here you go. Here's the original observation. Here's the premise." <laughs> yeah. And apparently, he used to do a joke when he was like in New York, where he would just get on stage with his his arms tucked into his shirt so they weren't he had no arms (laughs) and then it was like this is my impression of uh the first guy the guy with no arms who just found out bluetooth exists (laughs) and it's just like fuck yeah yeah (laughs) hell yeah bluetooth yeah and it's just like he's super hyped because now he can use his phone (laughs) it's really really it sounded hilarious never saw it Uh, (laughs) well his shouting it just when I, it just moves seamlessly from like Adam and Steve, and then be like, shut up. And then going <laughs> yeah. to like, uh, yeah. call mom, and then that going into a whole separate bit, but it was just so seamless. So seamless. Oh my yeah. God. That's right. That's right. It is. And I would say, there's a there's definitely a skill to that. Mm-hmm. There's it's it's this there's no not only is there no transition, you don't know you transitioned mm-hmm. uh, for a moment. Just, You're like, oh wait, now we're eleven. Oh, it's about eleven years. It's about moms. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, what happened to the snake? That's yeah. why him and Noel Fielding, the guy that there's this like great. Do you know who Noel Fielding is? I didn't know until mm-hmm. Brandon showed us. He's just weird absurdist British. comic yeah. uh, from Britain. But I, I actually, when we talked about this with Brandon, like they're very similar in the way they just, they're like, they're so aloof and weird and they're just letting themselves dictate what the audience can do with that information. Like they're not really like, 
You guys ever think about this for a second? They're really just like, this is what my mind is thinking about. Now it's thinking about this. And you can come on board with it, but you don't have to because I'm still going to be doing this and getting paid to do this. <laughs> like it's Confidence, man. Yeah. <laughs> cool. He's a great, yeah. He's one of my favorites. Come on. Let's talk about sex. We do have time to play tattoos. Oh, it's so great. Do you want to do that? Yeah, play okay. it. It's another one where you kind of like, it. anyway, yeah. you'll hear it, but it's it's so great. <laughs> Anybody got tattoos here? Tattoos? You do? Cool. What do you got? A bird. That's neat. Tells us something about you, right? You like animals? Where is it? It's on your back. Cool. Now, tattoos are great because they don't belong on your body, but you put them there to say something about yourself. Like, I met this girl. Let's call her some dumb skank. Now, she had tattoos. All over her body. Even around her cooch, yes! <laughs> on one side a palm tree and on the other a sunset. Like it was on vacation or something. <laughs> but tattoos are cool. What do you got? How about scars? You got scars. Alright, I think you're looking for the woman's outreach program. That's down the street. Good luck. Oprah will be with you in a moment. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> So Tattoos nice. are cool because, you know, they don't belong on your body, but you put it there to say something about yourself. You know, much like my rolls of fat. You see that? <laughs> that shit does not belong on a human body. <laughs> and I put it there to say something about me. I don't like fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Long bike ride, I'm out. <laughs> Hot dog eating contest. I'm listening. (laughs) So my friends want me to start jogging. You know, that's the way to lose weight. I'm not into jogging. Not because I'm against the jogging. It's just that joggers are always the ones that find the dead body. (laughs) You never find a dead body when you're sitting at home eating ice cream watching porno, do you? (laughs) I was changing porno tapes and I saw a foot. (laughs) I dropped the lube and called the cops. (laughs) Now everybody's doing yoga? That's not for me, no. If I want my legs behind my head, I'll just go to jail, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Oz, bitch. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so quick. Oh, that's really great. Caitlin, the, why? 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 I, I'm so interested in your thoughts on this. Why can you take it? And anybody can take it from him. And he's talking about dark shit. Yeah. Why can they take it from him? Like, Dave Attell is very endearing and very playful. The inflection in his voice is like... So, and he's quick. And the absurdity is... Uh, like, can't like, through the roof. The yeah, women's like, yeah. outreach program. Yeah. that is one of the f- quickest things. Yeah, uh-huh. so it's funny. And that's an interesting thing. Is is it that if you're gonna do dark, mm-hmm. you better over out overbalance out whatever, tip it over into absurd really really fast. So that is is that? I mean, I don't think there, there's a, a right way to do it. That's the way he does it, uh-huh. and I think uh-huh. it works for him. How do, how would you say he does it? There's just something, there's like a Neil Brennan quote where it's like, he's talking about, because he has a bit where he says the Mm N-word, like Neil Brennan, co-creator of the Chappelle show, also a white man. Mm -hmm. Um, And he was talking about someone being like, like, just like referring to any audience, like in general, if you say something that's like offensive in quotes, um, they can tell when you mean it. Like, the, yeah. like Dave Attell is being himself and just can joke about anything. Yeah. And we know he's a loving guy. Like mm-hmm. he seems you like a guy. The yeah. love you can coming see off him, of him. Like the being, joy. If you, yeah, you can see the play. Yeah. Also another thing in that same Neil Brand quote, which is like uh, someone came up to him. The one person that was offended by that joke came up to him and yelled at him. And then the boyfriend of the girl who yelled at him was like, see, you don't have any hate in your heart. The problem is she does. Oh. So a lot of people that lash out 
at comics that mm-hmm. for telling a joke. Yeah. When they clearly, they literally want you to have a better life that night. Like, just, yeah, like, right. The crime of trying to make you laugh. I want you to have the best feeling in your yeah. body. Yeah. Except for cum. Yeah. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Well, but your own baby. cum. Not, not just yeah. cum no, in general. Like, Thank God it's yeah. on my arm. No. <laughs> it's on my arm. Guys, guys. I can play um, with it. Um, but when it's... Um, like, like they, they really want to put their hatred onto someone else. It's yeah. almost like a, like a. You're like, racist. I'm not racist. It's you. Yeah, it's you. Exactly. And then it's really. I've really realized that I've written, ta- and I think we listened to this with Ashley, but like, there's an animal rights bit I did, and I wrote a tag specifically because I know without that tag, what, uh, what an asshole is going to come up to me and say after it. Yeah. After it. like I've written our conversation out before, so they can't get offended. Yeah, um, and that's like an important thing I've realized that you got to do. You got to make sure you got to nip it in the bud. If you have something that like any idiot could like be like, well, I th- I don't like that. You got to know that they are gonna say that. So if you have something that's a little edgy, you gotta either through inflection and likability or through like what you say, you gotta make sure they, you know. Yeah. No, you mean no harm, basically. Big thanks to Rory Scoville. <laughs> it's like shovel with a C instead of an H, but Bill, yes. Uh, like a shovel. Shovel, yeah. yeah. Uh, and of course, David Tell. And a huge thanks to our guest, Caitlin. Oh, thank you for having me. She's going to be on the Limestone Comedy Festival in Bloomington, Indiana on June 1st through the 3rd, opening for Colin Quinn. And you can follow her for at... Real? <laughs> just yeah. well, one show. Well, one show. You, yeah. That's more can, times no, than me. <laughs> no, that's yeah. more times than most people yep. in society. You can follow her at Caitlin Palufo on everything: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, so on and so forth. And you can go to her site, CaitlinPalufo.com, for all your Caitlin Palufo needs. <laughs> and as always, a big special thanks to Salt and Peppa for not suing us, or at least not yet suing us <laughs> yeah. for the very fair use of their song. <laughs> thanks a lot. Let's talk about sets. Let's talk about sets. Let's talk about sets. Let's talk about sets. Let's talk about sets.